Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Under the Wings Helmet. I'm Kyle Simmons. And my co host, former Michigan and NFL offensive lineman Thomas Gwines, and the host of the ASAP Elite podcast, Rob Henn. This week's episode is sponsored by Jabs Gym. Learn the fundamentals of boxing through high-intensity cardio and strength workouts with locations in Metro Detroit, the Eastern Market, Ferndale, and Birmingham. Last Saturday, the Wolverines defeated East Carolina 30-3. J.J. McCarthy completed 26-30 passes for 280 yards and three touchdowns. And wide receiver Roman Wilson had six catches for 78 yards and three touchdowns. We'll start with Thomas. What's your overall assessment of the game versus East Carolina? The game itself was what we, I think we were all kind of expecting. Yet, I think a lot of people were thinking we we're going to put up 50. So, uh, overall, you have to go back and look at what East Carolina did. As I've been saying before, those kids are on scholarship as well. So, Michigan, we did a really good job as far as taking what they gave us. They put 30 guys up in the box. And, yes, I'm exaggerating, but – my point being is, is that their whole basis of their defense was to try to stop our run. Um, they're feeling like by having Blake back and Donovan in the backfield, we have a really experienced offensive line. We did a super good job in the transfer portal as far as bringing A1 guys in from other D1 pro- programs to bolster our offensive line. So there's a lot of talent and overall experience up front. And by having both our running backs back in the backfield, I think ECU was really just trying to stop that part of our game. But what was really good for me was to see, and I kind of figured this is what they were going to do because they weren't going to be able to match up with us one-on-one. They brought a lot of different stunts. So when we had to go to the pass game, our offensive line did a relatively good job as far as picking up the different stunts and you know giving J.J. the amount of time that he needed. Yes, there were some pressures in there from time to time, but the other – good thing in which I saw during that game was compared to last year, JJ's overall throwing mechanics have improved. Um, even while on the run, he was definitely able to get his shoulders squared up to the line of scrimmage, and he was delivering some strikes. There is definitely some room for improvement based off his overall accuracy, and what I mean by accuracy, putting that ball in a more advantageous place for the receiver to catch and run. But he definitely did a good job. He definitely showed some touch on a couple of plays. I think on one of the touchdown passes to Roman, he dumped it over a defender's head. And when Roman was in the middle between the two and put it in a place where only our our guy was going to be able to catch it, Roman was able to come down with the with the touchdown. But overall, like I said, it, it is what it was. It was a good win. It was a pretty vanilla showing, in my opinion. But I think that was by by uh, um, by design. Mm-hmm. because of the fact that it was ECU, first game of the season, Jimmy's not there. We had a lot of different, um, unfamiliar moving parts, but overall the boys did a hell of a job and the coaching staff did too. JJ was the nation's leader in uh, quarterback rating, in quarterback efficiency. Like a 95.8 or something silly. You can't beat that. 26 for 30, that's literally uh, one incompletion per quarter. You know, that's pretty damn good. Uh, and Roman Wilson represented that number one well, the best that I've seen since, uh, you know, Mr. Brayman. Man, uh, Roman Wilson, uh, you know, he slashed last year, especially like in a, in a playoff game against CCU when they had that uh, touchdown uh, call short. 
you know, he made some big plays all season. You know, so, uh, yeah, last year he really showed signs of being capable of wearing that number one. This year I think that he just made that stride, you know what I'm saying, and uh, actually took the steps that uh, is necessary to represent that number one like a Braylon, like a David Terrell, like a Anthony uh, Anthony Carter, you know, and all the legends that wore that shirt, that, uh, that number before, you know, uh, guys like Rich Rod came in and, like I say, begin giving that out all willy-nilly, you know, non-Michigan men. So, yeah, we're back at it. This Saturday, the number two-ranked Michigan Wolverines host UNLV for a late afternoon kickoff at the Big House. The running Rebels are coming off a win last week versus Bryant. In that game, the Rebels rushed for over 280 yards. So it sounds like, you know, they're going to stick to that game plan when they come in here to Ann Arbor. So, uh, Thomas... What's going to be the key to stopping that run and getting this victory this week? I think at the end of the day, it's just we're going to have to play bully ball. Um, normally, when you have teams that come from smaller schools, but definitely from out west, they're going to try to hit you with some trickeration. Um, I've never known UNLV to be a quote-unquote physical football team. They, you know, they've had athletes before, but at the end of the day, I think we just have to continue to play our brand of football. Um, offensively, take what they give us. If you want to stack the box, we're going to take the top off. If you want to line up and play one-on-ones and and be a little bit more fluid within your defense, then I'm going to tell the big boys up front, hey, it's time to shift gears and uh, be like a big truck coming downhill. One of the really good things in which I saw this past Saturday though, was uh, Blake's ability to cut, So, which was telling me that that knee seemingly is pretty much back to where it needs to be. He missed some cuts that he should have made, but I think that's just, you know, rust um, upon him getting more carries and, and, and more snaps. Um, I, I really feel like that he's definitely going to turn in back to the Blake that we all know and, and love. Donovan did a hell of a job as well. Again, once he gets out in that open, open field, the amount of speed that he's able to instantaneously bring to the table is amazing. So, you know, it's it's interesting and exciting to see what's going to happen by us having our one-two punch back. And I really feel like this offensive line can really do some things. Now, the one check mark, if you will, that I will put against the uh, big fellas up front, I don't think that we changed the line of scrimmage as effectively as we could have. I definitely saw some position blocking in there. Um there were some times that where the defense would knife in and they were getting some penetration. But overall, we did we did a nice job as far as, first of all, keeping our quarterback clean and opening up some manageable holes for our, our running backs to get through. So, again, take what's given to us on either side of the ball. I'm interested to see if we have a breakout pass rusher. I didn't see a standout pass rusher this past Saturday as far as anyone that quote-unquote keep keep our eye on. I think our linebacking core is looking pretty stout right now. So I'm wanting to see what's happening up front with those with those down four linemen. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this Saturday. Well, just to piggyback off that, uh, last week I predicted that uh, they wouldn't score, you know, and uh, I was right about that. You know, they didn't give up a touchdown. I think I predicted uh, – Two field goals. Two field goals. Yeah, I was uh, – Close, you know, uh, a little bit further on off of the side. Well, yeah, we were just wrong about the uh, the score. Yeah, we didn't cover the spread. Yeah, yeah. I think many people did, you know, thought they would score more. So. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like I say, this week we uh, get to play against uh, 
if I'm not mistaken, your alma mater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's going to be the same type of game as last week. Um, I guarantee the running Rebels aren't about to come out and run for 290 yards against this defense. And um, like I said, I'll see another two-field goal game, you know, and hopefully we can get that offense rolling so we can, you know, uh, really live up to these predictions that we're making, you know? No, you know, I'm just – I'm not necessarily looking – for, you know, 56-point blowout, so to speak. Um, I'm just looking for consistency as far as what we're bringing to the table and, and continuing improvement week in, week out. On the flip side of that, though, as well, you know, again, we got to go back to if you start talking about the rankings and stuff. Points, style points matter at this point in time. So it's not so much I really feel like we need to go out and hang 40 or 50 points on a team to look impressive. But at the same point in time, too, within today's uh, brand of football, you know, being able to go out and say that we hung 50, 60, 70 points on the team is, is going to be key, especially against those lower tier, lower caliber teams. I think a lot of the pundits are, are looking at that, you know. Well, yeah, you guys won. We expected you to win, but, you know, you didn't cover the spread. Again, as personally, I'm not that that you know, phased by that. But at the same point in time, as you look across the board, I think style points do matter based off the new metric that we're starting to use to, to gauge college football. And that's all for this week's episode of Under the Wings Helmet. Thank you to our sponsors, Jabs Gym and Juke. You can purchase their football-inspired sports apparel at jukefootball.com. Also, be sure to check out the Under the Wings Helmet merchandise at asapelite.com. Come back next week where we will preview the week three matchup versus Rutgers. And be sure to listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and the Believe Podcast Network. You can also watch us on ASAPElite.com and YouTube. For Thomas Gwines and Rob Penn, I'm Kyle Simmons. Go Blue! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.